When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking for an option, Courtney Vine on the right foot, top corner, Courtney Vine, and the Matildas lead. Brandon Johnson making his way through, Gibbs wide across. Good play, meantime, it's Josh Brillantine, it takes a deflection, and loops it over the top of Tom Glover. Is that the crucial blow in the derby? It's arrived. Martinelli into that crowded penalty area, setting up Jorginho! Two goals here last season, an immense goal, hear this! An immense display of Gunners metal in a thriller at the Villa. And welcome once again to your Tuesday night staple football fans on SEN. This is the global game and... I'm not Simon Hill. I don't have <laughs> Simon Hill's musical talent. I don't have his calling ability and I don't have his beard. But what I do have is the ability to talk for the next two hours about football with Alex Brosk, me, Adam Peacock. How are you, Brosky? Very good, mate. Good to have you on the show. Yes. Good to fill in for Simon, who I'm led to believe is uh, performing as the opening act for Harry Styles as he tours the country. <laughs> so a bit of uh, bit of heavy metal for Harry Styles fans. And... Um, yeah, hey, it's it's working because Harry's kind of gone down the Australian genre of a bit of horses at his most recent uh, concert. So there you go. Good luck, Simon, with the rest of the tour, and he'll be back next week with some stories to tell, I'm sure, as well. Broski, how are you? You good? I am good, yeah. It's been a busy week. Um, got a lot on at the moment, a lot of good football as well that we, mm. that we saw over the weekend. Uh, a lot of big Champions League games coming up. Liverpool, uh, Real no, Madrid. I'm a big... We shall not mention <laughs> said football club, given what happened on the weekend, Alex. If that's okay. Well, mate, I'm I'm very concerned waking up tomorrow to watch it, but yeah. I will be nonetheless. Well, you got Real Madrid and us, Newcastle. We've got a Carabao Cup final, and you reckon it's not going to get a mention throughout the course of this show? <laughs> we will mention it, but we have some great guests lined up. We've got Adelaide United winger and soccer star. Uh, Craig Goodwin coming up. We've got an A-League Round 17 review. Myself and Broski are going to bounce off each other for that. Spencer Pryor, who's in New Zealand at the moment with the PNG women's team, who unfortunately couldn't get through the first stage of the playoff despite a brave effort against Panama. He'll have a look at that. We'll touch on that with uh, Spence, but also the Premier League. Alessia Carnavas will join us to talk Matildas. How good were they in that first mm-hmm. half on Sunday? I was out there at Combank Stadium. Ford and um, Kerr. Together, Broski. I don't know if you had a, a partner where strike partner where you just automatically it, it was all automatic. You and Matt Simon. Well, Alex seems to know oh, who I that is. I was thinking Mark Bridge yeah, straight away. That, that, that is the name that goes to mind. Uh, I mean, played with a lot of great strikers, but just the understanding we had. It, it is, it is hard to put into words. You just sort of know where the player is going to be, where to you know when to step over it, when to play one two, and and it is special to be honest. I love playing with Bridgie. Yeah, well that that from. Um, Ford and Kerr on the weekend yes. gave 
yep. so much. Because even if – sorry, getting off t- tangent here, introing the show. But even if the Matildas are being battered mm. in a game and those two are up front, in five seconds they're back in it the game. You can change the game. Exactly right. One exactly. little flash because of their understanding. So we'll talk about that a little later on with um, Alicia and also uh, the – Aussies in the Women's Super League and the A-League Women's as well. And Paul Williams with the Football Asia Wrap as well. Now, we've got two prizes to give away, as always, on the Global Game. A Global Game T-shirt from uh, Strip Tees and a double pass to an A-League game of your choice. So do get involved. Call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text the text line 0457-736-736 or tweet us at Global Game S-E-N. As always, though, we're going to start with the starter for five. Chance, I'm going to play the part of Simon Hill this evening. All right, all right. Put it to you two. So here we go. Question one. Feeling uh, pressure. Alex Brosk. Brosky first. Aussies in England. The Matildas and Socceroos in way, away in Angleterre. Is good preparation or we are destined for devastation? Look, I think... Um, no, I think it's brilliant for both, you know, for the Socceroos riding off an incredible World Cup uh, campaign to get to play one of the biggest footballing nations in the world at one of the biggest stadiums in the world. I think it, it doesn't get much bigger than that. So that is great. And, and we'll, you know, ask Craig Goodwin what he thinks about that a little bit later. But uh, as for the Matildas, you know, heading into their World Cup, this is fantastic preparation. You know, England, um, you know, I think fourth ranked in the world. Um, and look, both very difficult matches, but I think that's what we want, right? We want to see where we're at against these big clubs. Yeah, the Matildas are playing at Brentford's Community Stadium and 17,000 and you lick your kneecaps when you're sitting in that stadium because it's squashed right in. It was like right on, right in between. Basically, it's like they've had this tiny little gap between apartment blocks and they've chucked a stadium in there. <laughs> so it's a cool little stadium, but you're yeah, right. you're right, Wembley for the, so- for the Socceroos. That would be something else. Far out. Special time for Australian football. Adam. Yes. A-League Women's Grand Final on Sunday afternoon. Too yep. difficult for the travelling fan or giving the showpiece clear air is a solid plan. Yeah, thanks for the easy question for no the No problem. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> Great. Yeah, welcome back. Um, yeah, it's not good. It, mm. <laughs> play it Saturday. Uh, they've cleared the air from an A-League men's um, perspective. So they did have, I think it was MacArthur Wellington mm. were being played. An email came out today from the APL to say we've shifted that game. We've shifted an Adelaide Central Coast game to the Friday night, so it's going to be a doubleheader that weekend in the men's to give the women's game clear air, which, great, mm. fantastic, mm. good idea. Give it clear air at 7.45 on a Saturday night. Spot on. In a World Cup year. Like, it's the easiest thing in the world to do, sit here and schedule mm. the APL. Um, do you want me to take it down the path of the, the whole Sydney blow-up thing as well, or...? We might leave that for a little later in the program. Well, well we can go that way now. Well, We've got a, time. We've got time. A, because on a Saturday, it's a lot easier if you're travelling into state, and there's some Melbourne teams in very much contention for this um, season's A-League women's, that Saturday night's a lot easier to travel and, you know, time off and all of that. So I would have thought Saturday night would have been a perfect one. The, the, the stadium, they've got a rugby league game there on the – this is Combank Stadium yep. – on the Friday, Friday night. night. Saturday night, it's free. So – Anyway, can't be done. Luck. Isn't going to be done. It's going to be on the Saturday, uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon at four. Is it? There was no kickoff time in the I'm media release, so sure that'll be interesting. Four, four bells. o'clock. Yeah, we'll double check that. Broski, Liverpool have won two in a row. This is the start of a top four run, or Real Madrid will end the fun. 
Oh, look, I, I am scared, like I said, waking up tomorrow for a, such a big game. But look, I, I think league form doesn't always carry on in the Champions League. Um, you know, I think th this it is a chance for them to sort of put, you know, their Premier League run and, and, and fortunes in that competition aside and really have a have a good go at this Champions League. And what better way to do it than by beating, um, mm. you know, Real Madrid. But uh, like I said, I'm worried. I, I'm not waking up tomorrow with any real confidence. They're so hard to beat in the Champions League. Mm. But I mean... You know, looking at it, if they get a positive result, that could spur them, spur them on for, uh, you know, a, a top four. Well, let's go to the team they're chasing. League Cup final, mm. Adam. Nick Pope's brain fart cost him a <laughs> Wembley appearance. The suspension rule in England is correct, or it's a different competition, so his dream shouldn't be wrecked. No, it's it's fair. It's fair. Um, unfortunately, it's it's fair. Um, and the same goes for outfield players, and Bruno Gumarash has missed three um, Premier League games because of a violent conduct red mm. card. Um, Casemiro, the same for Manchester United. And as soon as he got sent off in that game against Crystal Palace, I quickly looked at Manchester United's fixtures and the, you know what's had a midweek Premier League game. So he, <laughs> he didn't get the three wasn't, uh, the last one of the three wasn't the Carabao Cup. But I, I think it's fair enough because it, yeah. that has been the way. Um, but gee, it's, it's so unfortunate for the guy. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, because Dubravka is cup tied. And Carl Darlow is on loan. We've got Loris Carrius. And Broski, <laughs> I was thinking of this. Um, you remember his performance in a certain game against Real Madrid a couple of years ago in the Champions yes, League yes, final. Yes, yes. So basically, you've, uh, you've not seen this guy, and I'll put it in singing terms. We opened up there with Simon singing, um, or he's drumming for a band. But basically, Loris is a player who is a singer who has performed on a main stage and sung that off key that he's never been cited. He's gone to busk for two years and he's going to come back and headline splendor all of a sudden. <laughs> it's an incredible story and it's going to go one of two ways. Mm. It's going to double down on the disaster or he's going to be the hero of the day. <laughs> I can't wait. Quote no, a Metallica uh, song. Why would you get rid of the League Cup? You know, there's just stories for smaller sides, and I'm not calling mm. Newcastle that, but it gives them that opportunity. Well, Newcastle making it. winning it. Yeah. Um, a while back now. But they're not getting rid of the League Cup. Well, there are people pushing for it. Well, I read and something. Particularly the clubs, because they don't want their players playing as many games. Well, I've heard that the European qualified teams might be allowed to play their PL2 team in okay. the early stages of the competition. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. If it's going to be the EFL Cup and it's a development, and that's essentially the development pyramid in England underneath the top tier, mm. why not? Let the youngsters play, yeah. Different way of doing it. And speaking of youngsters, Broski, mm. expansion. Okay. Four teams, four new teams by 2025 sounds delicious or the APL are being too ambitious? Uh, both. For me, it sounds delicious. I don't know where it's come from, uh, given you know the fact that we are – apparently sort of struggling for money as a league. And, and um, you know, I think the Sydney grand final decision probably uh, and some of the reasons for it highlight that. But then... Licence fees to get in? Yeah. I, that I, boosts the coffers? Look, I think, again, I think it's great. I think it sounds um, sounds fantastic. Look, I, and, and again, it is ambitious, but that's what we want the APL to be, right? We want them to be ambitious and to, to strive for a, a bigger and better uh, competition. Sustainable one, obviously, but um, expansion... Second division, promotion, relegation. These are the things we've been talking about for years. And finally. It's all you know, happening at once. Yeah. <laughs> all at one go. So, no, it's great. I think it's good to see. I think Canberra's a walk-up start mm -hmm. for that. Now, I'd be interested to see what happens with, say, a Wollongong. 
So that, all of a sudden of having no option for so long, mm. potentially they've got two options. Yeah, do right. they go for an A-League bid or do they go for a National Second Division bid? Which one? Because the expressions of interest are open now and closed on 3rd of March for the Second Division as outlined by mm. Football Australia. Which is doesn't give them much time, right? But I, I think you sort of have to look at what as a club, you know, whether you can afford to go into the A-League. You know, I think the second division, and I don't know if the costs, I, I can't see them being anywhere near the same, but mm. for me, it'll come down to money, you know, whether clubs can afford it. So talking to Football Australia, by the way, um, first plug, Code Sports, uh, we'll have a feature later in the week about the whole national second division. I've spoken to the FFA, I've spoken to the AFC clubs, I've spoken to one of the clubs that are going to be involved, I've spoken to the PFA, and I've spoken to the APL about it. So it's acronym central, basically. I've covered everyone. <laughs> but the, a bit of information came out that it, that the top MPL squad or the, the highest priced MPL squads either in Melbourne or Sydney, mm-hmm. you're looking at about seven to eight hundred grand per season on the players. Okay. A League, minimum spend in an A League, so Central Coast Mariners, about two and a half, just north of two and a half. So that's the gap that they want to fill with the second division. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a playing roster of 1.2 to 1.5. Yep. Now, is the money out there with these MPL clubs? There's a lot of ambition with a lot of them as well. And now's the time. They've, they've talked the talk, that's right. which, which all that's, of, right. that's all they could do. Now they've got to walk the walk. And it'll be fascinating to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Can I just go to our Twitter quickly? Because we've got a couple of questions in from AK Chapman, RH, Blaine Trengold, all along the same um, sort of vein, clubs that have submitted EOIs. I know Olympic and Gold Coast Knights have made that public that mm. they put in EOIs. Can you give us any more than that, Adam, or are you sworn to secrecy? No, no, no secrecy. Uh, so Sydney Olympic, um, who Preston in Melbourne, I think Preston, Melbourne Knights, South Melbourne, Heidelberg, and I might be missing a few here. So okay. if, if I miss any, it's just because I haven't got the information. It's not because I'm disregarding them. Queensland's interesting. Peninsula Power apparently want in. Right. A merged entity with a couple of clubs in Brisbane, which they're open to do. Um, I don't know what they call them, Brisbane United or something like that, but that that's a possibility. Gold Coast Knights with our man Scotty McDonald mm. up there. Uh, Adelaide City. Okay. And in Sydney, is Wollongong, did they say that they wanted? Oh, yeah. um, look, having spoken to... To their owners, they they said that they are going to, um, and they played Marconi on the weekend, and so coincidentally, I saw Marconi's directors there, and they said that they will be going, bidding for it as well. So, sweet. So, what's going to happen? I'm sure you covered in the last couple of weeks. What's going to happen is that they put the expression of interest in, they collect all that Football Australia, and then they go here. Here's the detailed criteria that you need to meet and show us that you're deadly serious, and not only for getting into it, but being sustainably mm. in the second division. You're talking three to five years. They're going to get like a KPMG or a Deloitte to do the the proper crunching of the books and everything. So it's a long process to get to the point where the clubs will find out if they're good for it or not in about June. So, yeah. Okay. So that it's a it's a proper process that's been laid out by Football Australia and James Johnson and and his board. So and his executive as well. But exciting times. It is. But who knows where it's going to land? Is that us for the first? Oh, we got. We've got an hour and 45 to go. Oh, I thought that was the whole show. Yeah. Uh, you're with the Global Game, Adam Peacock and Alex Brosk uh, with you. And we'll be back in a moment to review round 17 of the A-League Men's.